Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. Thomas B. Marsh had a faith-filled background. He studied the Bible and religious sects, and he felt impressed that a new church would arise, which would have the truth in its purity. In 1829, Thomas felt inspired to travel to Western New York, where he heard about Joseph Smith and the gold plates. He visited Palmyra because of this report and met Martin Harris at E.B. Grandin's printing office, where the first 16 pages of the Book of Mormon had just come off the press. Martin introduced Thomas to Oliver Cowdery because Joseph was away, and Thomas took the information he learned home to his wife. He regularly corresponded with Oliver and Joseph, and Thomas and his wife both joined the church shortly after its organization in 1830. Thomas stayed faithful for several years and was eventually called as president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles around age 35. He served missions, attended the School of the Prophets, and attended the Kirtland Temple dedication. In 1837, he returned from visiting church branches to try to mend conflicts among the Quorum of the Twelve and between some members of the Quorum and Joseph Smith. He was successful in this effort, but Thomas later began to doubt himself. Thomas's wife, Elizabeth, was then involved in an incident in which she withheld some of the cream of the milk that she and another woman had agreed to exchange. When she was found guilty by several church councils, including the First Presidency, Thomas is said to have declared that he would sustain the character of his wife, even if he had to go to hell for it. Unfortunately, Thomas didn't just leave the church in 1838. He actively opposed it. He swore an affidavit that said that any Latter-day Saints who wouldn't leave Missouri should be put to death, which may have influenced Governor Boggs's decision to issue the infamous extermination order. Thomas then stayed away from the church for almost 20 years. When he eventually traveled to Salt Lake City after his wife's death, Thomas explained, I have frequently wanted to know how my apostasy began, and I have come to the conclusion that I must have lost the Spirit of the Lord out of my heart. The next question is, how and when did you lose the Spirit? I became jealous of the prophet, and then I saw double, and overlooked everything that was right, and spent all my time in looking for the evil, and then... When the devil began to lead me, it was easy for the carnal mind to rise up, which is anger, jealousy, and wrath. I could feel it within me. I felt angry and wrathful, and the spirit of the Lord being gone, as the scriptures say, I was blinded. I got mad, and I wanted everybody else to be mad. Thomas's story offers us many lessons. One of these is that anger drives out the Spirit of the Lord. When we no longer have the Spirit to testify of truth, we may wonder why we ever believed in the first place. 
The Lord taught, He that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil, who is the father of contention, and he stirreth up the hearts of men to contend with anger one with another. Another lesson is that we need a testimony, not only of the Book of Mormon and restoration of the gospel, but also of the Lord's servants on earth. If we do not have a testimony of their calling and the source of their calling, we may struggle when they ask hard things of us or condemn the actions of those we love. A third lesson is that no one is immune to doubt, trials, and questions. However, as we take our questions to the Lord in faith, making the necessary efforts and changes in our lives to have the Spirit with us, we will find truth. The prophet Moroni testified that by the power of the Holy Ghost, ye may know the truth of all things. Thomas Marsh's story can also teach us that there is always a way back to Jesus Christ. He may have opposed the church, but he repented and was restored to full fellowship. No matter what mistakes we make, we are never too far gone to be blessed by the atonement of Jesus Christ if we will but humble ourselves and return to him. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 